Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Amy Sanders, is an entrepreneur at heart and a master certified business and life coach. And she's gone from being a broke single mum to creating five successful businesses. Well, I thought you said maybe seven. And I now, actually have nine, but yeah, five. Nine, oh, the number keeps changing. <laughs> nine successful businesses and is a self-made millionaire and a mum of seven. Yes, yes. Holy cow. <laughs> hey, Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, with that said, I do have to say three of them I birthed and then I have four stepkids. So I didn't I didn't birth all seven, but we definitely take care of all seven. So that's it's still a lot <laughs> to be taken care of right that's a lot of yes. beings and things going on lots of yes lots of being lots of things it's always there's always a lot going on at our house for sure yeah oh I feel that going from um from nothing to a bonus dad of four for me it was like oh crumbs just being dropped into that was that's a lot it's a lot yeah I love that you call it bonus dad too it's good thank you yeah right that's about me. More about you. So can you expand a bit more on, you know, where your business, businesses, empire is today and the kind <laughs> of people that you love working with? Yes. Okay. So I'm an entrepreneur at heart, serial entrepreneur. So I always start new things and do new things. And currently, yeah, I was counting my businesses and I was like, actually we have nine going on. Some of them are totally different than, a, well, they're all different, but, um, mm. In a nutshell, I love showing people, especially women, what is possible and that you can, no matter what chapter you're writing in your story. I like to think of your life as a book, like no matter where you are, there's, there's always a new chapter and you get to create it. And so I love creating new things. Um, some of my businesses that I'll touch on, I own a dance and fitness studio. I weirdly own a coach, a swimming school <laughs> where we teach swimming lessons and put like 300 kids through that program. Um, I have a Facebook store an Amazon store. Uh, we have multiple real estate properties. So we own a real estate company where we ho- hold all those properties and things. Uh, and then my most passionate, exciting part of everything I do is coaching. I love coaching. So I love showing people how to expand like their brain and mm-hmm. their heart and tap into that. Like, okay, I can actually do this. And the answer is, yeah, you can, you can absolutely achieve whatever it is, whether it's the relationship, a new business, whatever, like you can create 
the life that you want. So that's, that's what I'm most passionate about. Nice. Love that. So what is it about the coaching that you love the most? Who, where do people, where are they when they come to you? What do you have to unlock? Uh, uh, what I love most about it is for me seeing the transition and it started a long time ago. So I was a personal trainer and fitness instructor for over 20 years. So I would have, you know, 50 people come into my class and like, we'd be like woo wooing and I'd be taking them through this killer workout. And, and then after I would might do diet plans with some, and, and it would work for some people. Like what I would give them is like a regimen would work for them and they would lose weight and that have success. And then other people wouldn't. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why does this work for them and not for them? It's literally the same. And so it got me really obsessed with why certain things work with the body and others don't. And it's all about the brain. It's about the brain and it's about the heart and it's about the gut. Right. So, um, mm. showing them like, yeah, you are being tripped up because your subconscious does not believe what you were saying at all. Like it does not believe you're going to lose weight because you're telling yourself you can't. And so from there, I like dove into that and I was like, this is so exciting because when you teach them how to see things differently, think differently, um, also tune into what they really want, which is a lot of my journey, which I'll talk. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about, um, cause I didn't know what I wanted. So showing them that. And then just like, it's like an awakening. And that's what I love the most about it is seeing them awaken mm -hmm. and being like, wow. Uh, especially with female entrepreneurs, like we have so much garbage going on in our heads, like of, that we can't, or, you know, that it won't work for us or, you know, the guilt, the mom guilt, there's so much that goes on. So it's like, no, actually if you, it's in there, if it's in your heart and if it's, if you're having that thought, then like, let's realize it, let's see what's going on and get rid of that bull crap so that you can be that person that like you're like yearning to be nice love love that so how did you how did you get into this to start with so that I mean that was really as far as coaching goes that was really it so it was always like a female entrepreneur I was always like starting different things but hmm. um I dove right and I got really obsessed with the brain and with psychology and I just started like you know reading all the books I always have read self-help books like even when I was like a teenager I was like consuming self-help books because I just liked that. It, like, I felt good when I read it. I felt like I was yeah, being productive yeah. when I read it, you know? So I always did that, but then like learning more about manifesting and putting it to the test and like, just, just, I guess, testing it on myself. I was like, oh my gosh, this works, you know? And so we did talk, we did talk, or you said, mentioned that I was like a broke single mom. Yeah, I was. And before that I was in a broke, like unhealthy marriage, but before that is where everything started for me <laughs> when it comes to like people pleasing and like tuning away from like what I want to please other people. Mm -hmm. And so, and I don't know, I can share, actually I will share. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking. Um, you, you, the floor is yours. <laughs> you go for it. So, because I have to peel away the layers to show you where I came from. So when I was young, my parents, I want to say they both came from pretty unhealthy backgrounds. They were an amazing, they're both amazing individuals, but, um, there was a lot that I was taught that I look back at now. I'm like, wow. You know, so I was conditioned to say yes, no matter what, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter who it is especially if they're older than me, if they are my elder, meaning anyone that is even one year older than me, I say, yes, I respect at all costs do mm. does not matter how I feel. And so, and I would get in trouble if I would like ask for things. Now, again, I love my parents, 
But fast forward to me getting engaged to my first husband, we had been dating for three weeks and he proposed. And when he proposed, he proposed with a ring that didn't even have like the diamond in it yet. So it was like a, it was like an unfinished ring as he's on his knee asking me to marry him. And I am freaking out because it's been three weeks. There's not any part of me that wants to marry this guy. My tummy is in complete knots. My heart is pounding, not because I'm so excited to say yes, but because I am as scared as can be. Mm. And I'm leaving him on his knee. I'm not saying yes right away. Instead, I say, uh, so like, did you ask my dad? And I'm thinking, there's no way he asked my dad. Like, it's been three weeks. And he's like, oh, yeah, I asked him. And I'm like, well, what did he say? He's like, he said yes. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that is how far away from what I wanted and who, like, who I, uh, what am I saying? Like, I was so far away from what I wanted that it was more important, even though I knew I did not want to marry him. I knew what, that's ultimately what I wanted. But what was more important was for me to say yes to him. So he didn't get his feelings hurt and he got what he wanted. What he wanted was much more important than me. So that is where, uh, I mean, pretty, pretty significant story there. And that's ultimately how but I lived my life. It's a very clear story. It's a very clear example. And I think we can pick this apart and we can just talk about yeah. the one situation for the next yeah. 45 minutes. Right. Uh, we're not going to, <laughs> but it's like, oh, that is such a great example. And with such clarity um, of this, that it's, it's so interesting. So where... When did you start to find the realization of understanding you know, your guts, your body, your heart, mm -hmm. all these things that happened? Well, what's interesting is my body's really always talked to me. I mean, it was screaming at me in that moment, right? But I ignored it. And so my body would speak to me. My soul would speak to me. I would just ignore it um, because I'd be like, you don't matter. You need to please these people. You need to don't hurt anyone's feelings. And so as I was married to him, we had a really unhealthy marriage and, um, it just got worse, you know, and ultimately I was like, didn't recognize myself. And I was like, why am I, what am I doing? But more importantly, I don't want my kids to think this is okay. I want them to, at the point, at this point now we had three kids and I was like, I want my boys to know how to respect women. I also want my daughter to know that she should be treated better than us too. And so it was kind of them that awakened me to actually tuning in to, to, okay, wait, this is not okay. I mean, it's like, I knew it was okay, but I would just put up with it. And so then I was like, no, I can't do this. So I start asking myself like little questions, you know, so I was going on my own journey of like self-development, but I'm like, what do I actually want? And then I would listen. I was like, no, it, little things like, what do I want for dinner? But if so you've simple. never been in a situation and people at home might be playing along, if you've never been in a situation, where you've actually listened to yourself and then taken action towards what I want. It is such a simple question, but such a hard one to answer. Yeah. And it was, it was really hard. What do I want for dinner? What dinner? I don't know. What do I want? Like so simple. Start small, right? <laughs> so simple. What do, what workout do I want to do today? That's not that I don't have to go do. Cause I teach classes, you know, like just little things, but then it got really like, what do I want for my life? Like, this is not. And then it got to the point where I was like, yeah, my body was like, this is not the life you want. You, you have, you actually never wanted this life. It was what you thought you were supposed to do because on the outside, he checked the boxes that your parents wanted him to check, but did, 
did you feel good about that? No. Mm. Okay. You know, so it's just like, well, what, what do I want? I'm like, I love empowering people. Okay. How do I do that? I love working out, which I still do. You know, it's like, but what workouts do I love to do for me? What I love to laugh. Why am I not laughing? You know, just like all these like really simple things is what started the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, and then I, yeah, I just like dove all into it. And obviously I did leave him. Um, and from there, all from there, a lot of beautiful things happened. For one, he became a way better dad. Like a lot of people are like, you don't divorce because you have kids. Like he became a way better dad because he had to start showing up for them, you mm. know? And so my kids' lives, they, their lives bloomed from my divorce. And I want to just touch upon that for just one second, yeah. if you allow me to, yeah. because that point there, the, the, mm. the dad became a better person, a better father. Um, mm-hmm. These things can happen. I mean, we, the promise that will be until death do us part. Sometimes yes. it, to what and live in a, a household that continues to have ill feelings and, and shadows and all this around it. There is a time when you should be allowed to break promises you once made. Yeah. To be able to look at the bigger picture of, you know, this is beneficial. So whilst I'm not saying that, you know, breaking up and divorce is always the way to go. Absolutely not. But no. there's something beautiful in seeing that a big story about here's the positives. Here's what did happen once you tapped into your intuition, tapped into what you knew. And everyone got better. Everyone found some yeah. benefits in that. So I think that's an inspiring story. If you just take that nuance and take it with the respect that it's, that it's meant to be delivered. Yeah, it really was. His life is better. My kid's life's better. My life's better. All of us have benefited by me finally making the decision to leave. And of course he didn't want me to, he begged, you know, it was really, it was a really hard time, but it's like, okay, I knew that that's, I was at peace with it. Body, mind, soul, everything was like, no, this is it. It took, we were together for 11 years. So it took me a while to get there, but yeah, it was a blessing for all of us. My kids' lives, they live an amazing life now. So I'm remarried, he's remarried and his wife is an amazing person, which a lot of, you know, I'm the ex, right? Like, can't say that, but I'm like, I, she is an amazing person. She truly is. And they're loved by more people. They have a better lifestyle. Like everything has turned out, um, in their benefit. So no, no regrets there, but then my life bloomed because I didn't have that heavy weight of that unhealthy relationship. Mm. And so everything started working out for me too. Um, so from the time I divorced, Isn't it amazing what happens once you find a bit of alignment, you start fighting yes. these things, the things that either drop into place or it becomes a little bit easier. Yes. Well, I remember thinking that like being married was so hard and I would talk to my friends about it and they'd be like, what? Like, it's really weird to us that you think it's so hard. And I was like, well, it is hard. I'm working on my marriage every day. It was like pushing a, like a boulder up a mountain, you know? And then, and then things changed. It's like, oh, wait, relationships can just like, we can love to be together. And it's like easy. What? You mean I should I enjoy it? You mean it should be fun? <laughs> what? This is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, totally crazy, but, um, it's not crazy, but I just, 
didn't think that that could be my reality, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I want to just take, um, again, I, we, again, we, this yeah. could be like a, a part two, part three episode. I want to just <laughs> tie a, a string between what you've been through so far and what you've shared yeah. into your business right now. Because we were chatting yeah. offline about, you know, where you are with yeah. your business right now. And uh, we're never fixed. We never don't have challenges or no. problems or doubts or fears or guilt or overwhelm. We're always going to have that no matter where we are, who we are, because, hey, we're a human We've got this body full of chemicals and emotions and all this stuff. <laughs> right. But the one thing that I heard is people pleasing. Yeah. And it seems like that is the thread from your past. And you were saying that now it's where you are with, with your team. It's being able to delegate better, being able to trust. And the people pleasing, mm. whether it's employees, whether it's clients, this is still showing up at a different level yeah. after you've worked yeah. on it. So can you... Just share that with me but to give people you know, at home a little bit of hope that those things that <laughs> shouldn't we have fixed it by now? I know. Yeah. So I, I always say I'm a recovering people pleaser. It still comes up, <laughs> you know, it still comes up. I'm still trying to like figure out. So that does still show up for me in my relationships, like with my family, but also within my businesses. So here I am, this uh, successful businesswoman. And I will catch myself not wanting to say things to employees who definitely need me to say things to them. And I don't want to hurt their feelings. So people pleasing comes up and then I have to step back and be like, no, this is for their benefit. You know, so I have to like tap into my logical brain, like this is what I want. And this is my business and I'm paying them, but I would even, <laughs> I've gotten so much better at this last, like even year, but I would even then do some of their work so that they didn't have to do so much. And I'm all, but I'm paying them to do this. What is wrong? You know? So it's like, that still comes up. Um, also being the bottleneck, something mm -hmm. that I really struggle with is like trusting that yeah. they will do their job and that they will, uh, I totally believe that more brains are better than one and that certain people have different talents and different abilities that I struggle with or will never have. And so if I hire them into the right positions, then, you know, we can like move forward and like expand and grow. But I find myself, I've gotten so much better in the last year, year and a half, but it's been a long time of me doing that where I like catch myself, like, ah, at least I'm catching myself. I used to not even do that, but yeah. So I still struggle with it. I still struggle being the bottleneck and putting trust in others. It's an ongoing process, but I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> so how the hell have you been able to build this empire and businesses on the foundation of still being a little bit scared, a little bit nervous, a little bit people pleasing, you know, not being able yeah. to fully commit because you, you're worried about what other people feel or might say or, or might do. Mm -hmm. um, has it been more luck than judgment? Has it been, well, I, I know what I'm doing. I keep on going. What advice can you give to people who have this as part of who they are? Yeah but still want to be able to create and build the life um, like you have? Yeah, good question. So um, what I want, what I ultimately want does, it is stronger than my little nuances and like my struggles, <laughs> you know? Yes. So <laughs> little things like say, say I need to go live on um, social media and I'm scared that I'm going to say like the wrong thing and that someone's going to judge me. <laughs> I have to say, okay, yeah, that can be scary. But also as I move through the fear, 
Okay. One quote I'd love that's like stuck with me for a long time is the cave you fear holds the treasure you seek. Mm. And so I'm like, if I move through that fear, I go into that cave, the treasure's in there. So if it's as simple as going live, because social media and you know, coaching businesses, you have to be seen, right? So you have to put yourself out there as an entrepreneur. You also, in all these different ways, have to put yourself out there. So to put myself out there, I'm like, I am going to go live and I might be a total idiot, but when I do, I am able to reach more people. And isn't that my ultimate goal? Yeah. Okay. So that I'm, goal I'm going to go for, even if it sounds ridiculous or feels uncomfortable. I just want to touch on one thing you just said there. Yeah. If I might go live and I might be a total idiot, but it's, it's, it's part of it. And hold on. Authenticity. We've spoken about that already. Integrity yeah. and what, who we are. If you can go live and be a complete idiot and hold space like that. Now, this is a place to be able to hold your ground there. Be like, yeah, I messed this up. I, I said the wrong thing here. I've, I've, I've knocked over, as Katie did, knocked over a glass of wine. Oh my gosh, that makes for the best episodes, stories, videos. People get to see who you truly are. Amy, no one oh, wants no. to hire you for this Instagram styled, perfect. Right. One, it might be too intimidating. Secondly, it might be um, people might sense it. I mean, with our core identity, we, we can sniff out um, things that aren't in alignment. So you're saying the right things, but something's not quite right. So if yeah. you're able to hold space as that person of you that's like, yeah, I messed up, cool, that's who I am. <laughs> Isn't that a beautiful place to be? But it takes guts to hold it. Totally. It's a beautiful place to be. And I believe all that. It's like, yeah. I love seeing people be real. So why, why would I not be that same way? Right. But it can be scary. And then hiring yeah. someone new. Oh my word. So scary to hire someone new. And I was like, I am putting this baby that I've built in the hands of this person that I don't even know if they're going to do a good job. And guess what? I've had to let people go so freaking hard to fire someone. Yeah. Especially with my people, please, or don't want to make anyone feel bad because that all comes up. There was one person that I kept on my payroll for months because I was so scared to have that conversation with her. I was like, my husband was like, when are you going to do this? And I'm all, do you want to do it? <laughs> I want to make her feel bad. <laughs> but um, ultimately it's like, okay, well, what do I want? Let's yeah. go back into my higher brain. I need this to grow and I need the right people in place and I need to show up. So do that. Even if it's uncomfortable, move through the fear, move through the discomfort, because that's how I can become an example of what's possible is also doing the things that are hard that I'm telling other people to do. <laughs> you know, I have to do them too. That right there is the story of the entrepreneur, the story of the business yes. owner. You, you, you're at the top. You have to come first. You have to go to, and you're on show and you're seen for all its glory. And, oh, it's, it's tough up there. So where, where in your business has been the most important hire or cog or system that you've you've been able to put into place really it is my morning routine <laughs> it's my morning routine and me checking in with me and so um every morning i do do a meditation session sometimes it's guided sometimes it's myself i get into a good headspace uh, I read out of a good book. So even if it's just five to 10 pages, it's something I connect to my higher power. I am a very spiritual being. So I connect to my higher power through my meditation and prayer. And then, um, I always get my workout in cause I know I feel better after my workout. 
And I have a dream journal is what I call it. Like the goals that I'm working on. And then I also have my grateful journal and I do all of that every single morning. And that's what sets me up. Um, as I finish, I do think like, okay, so what, um, do I want to accomplish today and this week? And not like the to-do list where it's like so long. It's like, no, what are the results that I'm going for this week? Mm. Like the done it's done. What are the duns in my life this week? That's going to propel me to move forward. That's going to move the needle forward instead of all the busy to do's, because as an entrepreneur, we can get really good at being really busy and not creating results. And so I try to focus on results driven. (laughs) We're also really good at shiny, like shiny objects, like chasing those. Yeah. So nice. I love that. I mean, so many people say it's the second in command. That's the pivotal thing. So many people say it's systems and processes. I love the way that you, you picked out. It's how to manage myself. It's mm-hmm. I am the most important thing here. So if I let myself go in any way, your, your thoughts, your physical, all these things, um, mm-hmm. that for you is the most important. So thank you for sharing that. That's, that's a really big thing. And it's probably the easiest thing to neglect. It is the easiest thing to neglect. Like if my son sleeps in and he doesn't make the bus that falls on me, right. To take him to school. And, and so, yeah, in those moments, like, ah, do I just skip that? But I know every single time I do, my day doesn't go as well. I'm not as productive. My mind's not in the game. Like, it's like, I know for me, that is the most important. And I really have practiced that Mm. my little regimen. I have practiced it now for probably I would say seven years consistently and, you know, consistency over time. Jeez, I couldn't say that. Consistency over time is what will win the game, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Amy, thank you so much for sharing your journey. These little nuggets of advice and uh, yeah, just having fun with with this, this episode. I've really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. It's been an honor. It's been so fun. <laughs> awesome. Hey, if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? Yeah. So my social medias are just Instagram's coach, Amy Sanders. So really easy. And then my uh, website is amysanders.co. Not to be confused with .com because guess what? I live in America and there's probably like 50,000 Amy Sanders. So it's amysanders.co. <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, hey, everyone at home, if you want to find out more, go check it out. But hey, Amy, thank you for playing along. And yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's been an You're honor. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.